You are listening to the Pharmacy Podcast, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com. Hey, this is Todd Yuri, your host with the Pharmacy Podcast, and it's another episode of the Pharmacy Podcast. You can find all of our episodes at pharmacypodcast.com. And I have a returning guest to the show, uh, Mr. Dave Marley. He is CEO and founder of Marley Drug. Um, and uh, he's a champion, of course, for independent pharmacy. Um, and he also leads the fight in uh, and the industry overall for Pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency. How you doing, Dave? Good afternoon. Doing good, Todd. How are you? Very good. I haven't talked to you in a little while. I uh, wanted to definitely have you back on the show and understand what's happening in the world of Pharmacists Unite, United for Truth and Transparency and understand um, uh, where we're at in this uh, ongoing um, mission that uh, that I know that you're on and doing an extremely good job at. I, I see the following and the sign-ups are going up and the Facebook interaction as well as the publications that you continuously get uh, a voice in. Uh, before we get started with the update for uh, PUT, uh, Pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency, uh, let's turn things over to you just to give, your, uh, give the listeners background as to who Dave Marley is. Sure. Uh, I am an independent store owner. I've had my store for uh, almost eight and a half years now. I uh, have always been uh, sort of a rebel with a cause, <laughs> if you will. Uh, <laughs> always wanting to address uh, you know, matters related to the profession of pharmacy and things that, uh, you know, that other people may not be able to or unwilling to talk about. And so obviously addressing PBM issues and uh, matters related to pharmacy around that uh, is, uh, is something I've been involved with for quite a while. Yes, and we, what, what, for our listeners, just in case this is the first time you're hearing about PUT, Pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency is a growing coalition of independent pharmacists and pharmacy owners that are dedicated to exposing the widespread abuse and manipulation by PBMs. Correct. Uh, we are a not-for-profit organization, and they're funded by individual members, not corporations or special interest groups. Right. We, we came about you know, a little, almost a year ago, you know, when, when I realized or had an awareness that the PBM industry was engaged, you know, obviously on multi-fronts to further their mission, you know, of a, what I would call a mission of, of, of lies and deception, how they supposedly save employers' money, and, and part of their public relations spin is making pharmacies out to be the bad guy. Like we have some type of control over what medications cost or, or what uh, the PBMs charge the employer. So the thought was to uh, create an organization that would focus solely on public relations and media relations uh, and not so much trying to promote independent pharmacy as it is to expose the PBM, the PBM industry uh, as, as not being all the they purport themselves to be, uh, and you know, to show that they do, in fact, cause employer drug costs to increase uh, rather than decrease compared to what's being paid in the marketplace to, to the pharmacies. Yeah, I, I like the, um, the, and the education that's been provided by PUT um, right from the, uh, the spread game and the, the mail order repackaging game 
obviously the rebate game where the majority of the the profits are coming from the national uh, PBMs. Um, to give us an update of, of where we're at in, in this fight, we understand that since our last recording, there has been a, a decision on um, Express uh, Scripts and, uh, and Medco. So uh, bring us up to date with regards to where uh, PUT is at. Well, in terms of numbers, we have over 1,000 uh, followers at this point, the majority of which are independent store owners, uh, pharmacists, uh, and, and some from in and around the industry, but the majority uh, of the folks that we have are, are pharmacy owners, obviously, because they have the most skin in the game with what's going on. Uh, we have raised to date well over $200,000, <clears> spending uh, literally all of that on, on public relations and media. Uh, we are governed by an eight-member board of directors uh, that do everything uh, on a volunteer basis, so literally every dime that, uh, that people contribute goes to the cause. You know, we we came about last year as, as you know, two things were going on, and one has been resolved. One was the proposed merger of Medco and Express Scripts, and I'll address that first. You know, and, and again, it just reaffirms that our need to exist is that the FTC doesn't get it and didn't get it and approve this merger. Um, you know, the idea that less competition in the PBM market uh, is somehow going to reduce costs uh, uh, compared to what's already going on. You know, the, the FTC just doesn't understand how the PBMs work, and they, they bought into their spin. And so until, you know, until the FTC and employers and others you know, wake up to how the game is played, that, that, that's the fight that we have. Um, you know, the other thing that was going on at the time a year ago was uh, the PBM industry was making a, a, a large push to try and grab the last bit of fee-for-service business out there, and that is the state Medicaid programs. They have, uh, I'll say to some degree, successfully taken advantage of the state's need to balance their budgets, and with the same smoke-and-mirrors presentation that they do to the self-insured employers about their ability to supposedly reduce cost, uh, they've been able to make a play for uh, some of the state Medicaid programs that have gone from fee-for-service into managed care and in the pharmacy world, PBM-administered programs. Uh, obviously, the Medco merger is a done deal, and so we are now going to focus all of our energies uh, on a uh, educating legislators and policy administrators, decision makers at the state level that this is not the way to control costs, uh, that there are other alternatives that do in fact control costs, uh, and going away from a totally transparent fee-for-service program to a totally non-transparent managed care program is not the way to cut costs. Uh, already in, in doing some of our homework, we've learned that states like Connecticut um, that went into managed care have since learned that it wasn't all it was cracked up to be and after 15 years in the game are moving away from managed care and going back into fee-for-service. Uh, so that's, that's where PUD is now, and, and we actually just had our first conference call with our, with our public relations firm uh, as well as with uh, an industry insider, Mike James, who is very fluent in the Medicaid game uh, to put our plan of attack to uh, try and figure out how to get the national media to get on board with us. Uh, and then as the states are identified that are uh, right now considering 
going into PBM-administered pharmacy programs to try and target those, uh, as well as to uh, reaffirm for those states that are still fee-for-service that that is the way to go and that uh, there are other ways to cut costs, and then finally to try and undo those other states that have uh, erroneously made that decision to go managed care. We uh, were recently in Baltimore, and we met with an employer that we were doing exactly what you had mentioned with regards to education, and we were describing to them um, they have about uh, 680 employees, which really means um, they're covering under their current PBM and pharmacy insurance, they're covering over a 1,000 lives. Right. And um, they had no idea of the PBM system that involves manufacturer rebates. They thought they paid an administration fee for their insurance, and they had no idea that the contracts with the PBMs to run those benefits are are in the back rooms uh, collecting manufacturer rebates. In reality, PBMs um, often keep a majority of that money before passing a small percentage back to the employer. And then, of course, the primary uh, PBMs, uh, you know, they're they're primarily focused on maximizing that uh, those rebate dollars and navigating patients away from lower cost generics and towards rebate eligible brand name drugs. So um, that's a whole piece of what uh, Pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency wants to bring to the forefront. And, um, and the only way that occurs, you know, somebody helped that firm make that decision. And there's a, a, a third layer of bureaucracy, if you will, introduced into the system called the benefits consultant. You know, Medco or, or whatever PBM is out there, obviously they don't exist anymore, but, uh, you know, whatever the PBM is, they have a relationship with, you know, someone who helps the employer or the state make those decisions. And the benefits consultants are, in my experience, either deficient in education as well, or else they're a part of the game. And they, too, those that are a part of the game and benefiting financially because of undisclosed conflicts of interest, you know, that, that's another piece that the employers need to be aware of, that they not only need to be interviewing who's going to handle their benefits uh, in terms of the PBM, but they also need to be interviewing the benefits consultant, you know, and, and knowing that uh, they need to, you know, in fact, put down a, a conflict of interest document in front of them before they even start the process to see how they conflicted because of financial ties to the PBM industry. What's next on the agenda of, of PUT? What can you share with the listeners and how can they possibly get involved? Well, right now we have a blog. You know, I was talking about the benefits consultants. We actually have a blog on one of the many industry websites for benefits consultants, uh, benefitspro.com, where we're trying to educate them. Um, obviously, you know, uh, like I said, the majority of our followers are pharmacists and pharmacy owners because in the end, you know, we hope that what we do will also benefit them. Uh, but anyone within the industry, you know, can join to stay regularly abreast of what we're doing with our updates uh, once they join. Um, you know, the, the main focus, again, what we've got going forward is going to be all around uh, the, the state Medicaid programs and, and what's going on there. Uh, another uh, big deal that's going to be coming down the pipe here, you know, in the next couple of weeks, uh, we've got Lipitor going multi-source generic 
as well as Plavix launching in a multi-source generic. Uh, you know, two very expensive, very popular with billions, with a B, dollars of revenue. You know, what we're going to be, uh, again, through, through different media outreaches, is trying to make, a, make employers realize, look, if ever your per member per month cost, which is how they track their aggregate efficiencies in their pharmacy benefit program, you know, if you're ever going to see your PM, PM go down, this is the year that it should happen because there are billion-dollar mega drugs going generic, going multi-source super discount generic, to where we know that the PBMs are going to be paying pharmacies, you know, pennies compared to what uh, the brand costs. You know, uh, once these drugs are macked and the pharmacies are being paid, say, $20, you know, for a 30-day supply of Plavix, you know, the employers need to be aware of that because if they're, you know, they, this is, provides a great opportunity for the PBMs to introduce significant spread pricing into the generic equation of how the employers are billed. And as you were talking to that employer about rebates, I bet they were equally shocked to hear that, you know, what they pay, what the PBM pays the pharmacy is not the same bill that they get. And that when these mega drugs go generic, the employers should be seeing, you know, savings to the tune of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And if those savings aren't materializing, it's because the PBM is keeping those dollars. So that, that's going to be a big push, a big educational and media push that we're going to try and get, you know, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times to bite on, is that, you know, this is the year that if you were ever going to pay really close attention to your numbers as an HR director or a CFO, this is the year to do it. Excellent. Um, excellent. I, I appreciate the uh, new information, by the way, as well. Um, our listeners, uh, if you missed it, Dave Marley with uh, Pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency. Dave is also a independent pharmacy owner, um, has, uh, has mentioned another place to, uh, to, to get your information um, and to share that with your customers and, of course, business owners in your community. Uh, benefits Pro.com uh, is a great place to go. Uh, Dave, I believe you have a, a blog on there as well. Exactly. Yes, we do. Okay. And truthrx.org, that's truthrx.org, is the actual website of Pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency. It's very easy to join. Uh, the, the button to join is right off to the uh, right-hand side. And you can jump right in and start reading some of the fact sheets uh, where actually I go more than than, uh, than other places just to keep up to date. Um, is there any other uh, way to become involved, Dave, in, in this overall uh, fair fight that we're, that we're all a part of? Well, obviously, if they, they want to contribute some funds, that would be wonderful, too. Um, obviously, we can't do what we do without the help of a public relations firm. You know, it, it takes working within that industry to get the story into the media, uh, and it takes money to be able to do that. So obviously if it's a, a matter that's near and dear to your heart uh, or your pocketbook, uh, we appreciate any support that, uh, that people can give. Like we said, we don't take corporate contributions. Uh, we don't take anything more than $2,000 per person. You know, we don't, uh, don't feel we want to be beholden to any one group. So uh, individual store owners, uh, tend to be the most supportive, but any pharmacist who, you know, values their job and values their profession, 
uh, as well as any employer who values, you know, straight, unbiased information on how to save money. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's what our, our primary mission is, to educate employers and decision makers that decide for their company uh, what PBM uh, product to use. You know, our goal is to help them uh, be better educated to make better decisions. Well, Dave, I want to thank you for what you're doing. I also wanted to thank you and the pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency for coming on the show again. Um, Pharmacy Podcast is a huge supporter of you. Uh, this will be available on the show throughout several different um, online um, media organizations, so we'll push it out through LinkedIn as well. But um, what just wanted to thank you for being on the show again, and we'd actually like to have you back maybe in about three months again too. Sounds good. Look forward to it. Appreciate the, appreciate the time. Very good. We were just on the... Uh, show today, Pharmacy Podcast with Pharmacists United for Truth and Transparency, Mr. Dave Marley. And we appreciate you listening and please uh, support the cause to, prefer, to preserve the value of, uh, of, of pharmacists in your community as well as pharmacy overall. Uh, once again, you can go to the website at truthrx.org. And thank you for listening. Thank you.